The following is a fourth hand production. 30 Brady Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Tack. And with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Jimmy Klein. Hello, hello, hello. It still feels hello. weird hearing that. It still feels weird hearing the other host, host of the show because I, I slip into this mindset like I'm a guest sometimes. You know what I mean? And when, and when you say the other host of the show, it's like, oh shit, I am the host of the show. Like, wow, okay. And on this podcast, we saw the iconic TV show. <laughs> like, thank you for wasting our time, Jimmy. I appreciate it. <laughs> no. Now the podcast uh, is going to be two hours and five minutes instead of two hours. Sorry, As we break down the bunch one episode at a time, we take the episode, we break it down, we move out all the furniture, and move in all brand new stuff that basically looks like somebody vomited from Burning Man, and yeah. bring it here just for you, the listener. On today's and, and mixed in with Spencer's. Yeah, a little bit of Spencer's. Yeah. On today's episode, we take a look at Season 2, Episode 18, entitled, Our Son the Man. The Man! If you, if you haven't watched the episode, right. please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might be a hell of a lot more funny if you do. And Pretty also, much drink, stream. Yeah. if you're in a position where you can drink, that makes it funnier, too. The Brady Bunch is available on the stream on <laughs> Hulu, CBS All Access, and... Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Sorry, I kept interrupting. <laughs> I apologize. It's cool. What ifs? <laughs> All right. So, how's it going, Jimmy? By the way, we are in trouble. By the way, yeah, we are. A, a, a certain listener, which shall remain nameless. Um, I, I got a feeling. Um, I'm not going to say your name either, but it rhymes with Shmemmy Schmate. <laughs> oh, you're talking about M.E.K. Oh, oh, damn it. Yeah, she's going to write us up and have our heads because we haven't released an episode in like two weeks. And yes. we do apologize. We've been like super slammed and just our scheduling is hasn't been there at all. Exactly. She's been busy. I've been working a lot and Jimmy's. Yeah, I just, just started a new job no, uh, just a month ago. <laughs> it was a month ago, like on the 1st of October. And um, I have a yeah. lot, ton of training to do. And um, that's why. So I do apologize. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> It's all good, I'm sure. She'll forgive us. Hopefully. All right. So I thought it'd be fun <laughs> to discuss. In this episode, you know, we kind of deal with Greg wanting to get his own room and blah, exactly, blah, blah. Because yeah. the three boys share the room. <clears throat> Did you ever have to share a room growing up? And I know you mentioned a little bit on about yeah. this in other episodes. I mean, I come from a big family. I have uh, Originally, I had four brothers and three sisters. Um, <clears throat> my oldest brother is... 22 years older than me so by the time I was born he was already out of the house in the military you know that kind of thing uh, but yeah. my three other brothers um, I shared a room with each of them individually we never all shared a room it wasn't like you know Bobby, Greg and, and Peter but yeah. I did have to share a room with each one of them we had the bunk beds like like Bobby and Peter and <clears throat> I always had to sit, sleep on the fucking bottom one because they were afraid I was going to fall out of bed which is fucking stupid but I always preferred the bottom bunk anyway. Anytime because really? I used to have bunk beds as a kid, it just felt yeah. like you were more like in a little <clears throat> nestled in, like a little cave, and it was always yeah. I liked it. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it because I used to hang stuff from the bottom bunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so that when I would, uh, from the top bunk rather, from the underside of the top bunk, I would hang stuff. So it was like mm-hmm. my own little like thing. Anyways. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but I remember like the first time, the first person I remember um, sharing a room with is my brother Ken. And he's 12 years older than me. And um, when I was in kindergarten, um, he went off into the Navy. And I remember feeling like hurt. Like, I can't believe you're going to leave. Like, this is our room. You know what I mean? Like when the parents aren't around, <laughs> like it's just you and him in there. And, you know, he would include me on things that he was doing, like high school projects or whatever. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I felt kind of betrayed, I guess. <laughs> like, I felt like I can't believe you're, <laughs> this is our room, man. Like, what am I going to do after you're gone? Like, this is the one I got to sleep yeah. in there by myself. That's fucked up, you know? So, so I guess that kind of justifies like, or you're justifying how Peter and Bobby felt with Greg wanting to move Definitely, out. Like, yeah. oh, you're just a, a big shot and da da da. You don't want to bother us little kids and, you know. Well, the difference was <laughs> my uh, my brother Ken, he probably went into the Navy when I was either four or five. Mm-hmm. And um, um, so if he's 12 years older than me, he was like, God, there's no way. Like 26 or 27 when he went in the Navy? That doesn't sound right, does it? Twenty? No, because that would mean he's like. Oh no, no, no! Okay, he would have been eighteen. Sorry. (laughs) So okay, so if he went in when he was eight, sorry. Yeah, when he would, (laughs) when he went in, if he went in when he was eighteen, then I would have been six. So that sounds. That's about. I was in kindergarten. I was like five or six. And um, I remember feeling like betrayed. You know, but then again, it wasn't him going into high school. It was him turning eighteen and becoming an adult. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> right. a little different. Um, after that, I shared my, my room with my brother, Rick. Here's a quick story real quick. It has nothing to do with the Brady Bunch. All right. But I remember, same room, same exact room after Ken left going to the military. Um, I was sleeping. Um, I was sharing a room with my brother, Rick. And we were laying there one time. And um, <clears throat> I hear a bunch of commotion out in the living room. Right. <laughs> and... Uh, and I hear my dad yelling and I hear my mom yelling and I hear doors opening and closing and banging and a bunch of yelling and stuff. And I'm like, what the hell? And the bedroom door opens and cops come in with guns drawn and what? they pull him off the bunk and arrest him and take him um, to jail. <laughs> so, yeah, that that happened. I don't think that happened in this episode. Though. Um, yeah, I don't think so. No. Yeah. And then, like, before I met you, just, like, maybe, well, no, it would have been earlier than that. When I was in third or fourth grade, um, I shared it with my brother, Steve, when we lived um, in Rockledge. Hmm. Well, yeah. All right. I don't, sh- I don't share a room with them anymore. I never really had to share a room, really, because I have all sisters, and so I can't relate. So. Well, you, you shared a room with people when you are in the military. Well, I mean, if I, I mean, had room stuff, yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, yeah, I shared a room with you at one point too. So well, we never really shared a room, though. Like you, we, we had separate like rooms. We never months. slept in the same room. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. <laughs> like you remember, like in Illinois, that house we lived in. Like yeah, you slept. You and I the shared like the same room for a while, and then I kind of just moved out. Yeah. No, you I slept underneath. You reason. slept in that room underneath the stairs, like Harry Potter. And I was in the other end of the house by the kitchen. You make it, you make it sound like it was this tiny little just like <laughs> no, it was a big nook. room. No, yeah, it was a large room. Each All of us had like two rooms. So. Yeah, yeah, you slept you slept right above the right next to the entrance to the basement. 
Yeah, I I guess. I don't remember where the entrance to the basement was, but yeah. Right off the I living room. I remember where the room was in the house. Yeah, it was yeah. under the stairs. And then I slept yeah. off the dining room, so we never shared a room. I, don't know. I remember one time. <laughs> I walked up the stairs. Yeah. Now, this was like, like the listeners have to realize, this was like a 10-bedroom house that we lived in. It was it had a full attic, um, a full basement, and then it had like... 10 bedrooms or something. It was such an insanely well, large it had house, like right? It was originally supposed to be like two apartments. Yeah, it was three apartments. Like two the down, upstairs. Uh, two upstairs, one downstairs. Yeah, because the upstairs was where our moms lived and they had their own well, kitchen up there. They had their own everything. There was at least four rooms that I can remember that we didn't even use because it was too much room. <laughs> they were like permanently yeah. closed up, but there was two kitchens upstairs and one downstairs. That's how big this house was, right? <clears throat> and I remember going up the stairs one time to talk to my mom hearing your mom in her room moaning. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> and the door was open, right? So, so I get curious and I go up to the top of the stairs and I look in the room and she's making you massage her feet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't remember ever having you massage her feet. Oh no, it must have been her back then. It was massaging yeah, her, her neck for sure. Yeah. She used to get and migraines like, all the time. She was moaning like like she was getting. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I hate she's like, <laughs> she make like <laughs> you sex were noises face like you're about to vomit. <laughs> yeah, she makes sex noises when I'm like massaging. Mm. Oh. And you're yeah. like, mom, stop. And I was and like, no, like harder. Yeah, harder right there. That's it. Well, mm. that's the spot. Oh, I was like, right there. Ah. I'm like, oh god, don't stop, don't stop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hated that. Yeah, I'm, that was awesome. Uh, that that did is is in my like stand up comedy like list yes. of jokes, but I've never used it. I mean, oh, obviously, that's great. I've only been <laughs> on stage one time doing stand up comedy, but you know, I didn't use it that one time. But it's in there. <laughs> Just seeing the look on your face when your mom was <laughs> making sex noises—that was awesome. Yeah, that was. <laughs> God. Uh, so, anyways, right, yeah. well. <clears throat> Let's take our first break, and when we come back, we're going to really get into this episode. This is a good episode. I had fun with it, and, uh, well, we'll you be will back. You will, too. I thought you, that's where you were going to go with that. I was going to say, I had fun with it, and you will, too. We'll be back. That's what I thought you were going to do. <laughs> All right. How's it going? Welcome, Beyonders. How did we get to this weird place? Who are these two crazy guys and what is going on? Beyond Terrestrial, or BT for short, is a podcast dedicated to the strange, the macabre, the conspiratorial, and all things supernatural. Hosted by Dan Martson and Lee Ariat, two guys who discovered late night radio shows like Coast to Coast while working the night shift and stumbled into a world of fantastic tales 
and local legends. We share these stories with our dedicated fans we lovingly call Beyonders every other Tuesday. Join me and Lee as we take a mysterious journey into obscure local tales and spin up some hot takes on the supernatural stories we all know and love. Two words. Interdimensional Bigfoot. Oh yeah. And we are back. All right, so we got the Brady Bunch, Season 2, Episode 18, entitled Our Son, the Man. So let's get into it. Facts about the episode. First aired on February 5th, 1971. It was written by Albert E. Lewin and directed by this guy named Jack Arnold, which, funny enough, I'm just a nerd because I know this stuff. That's the name of the dad on the Wonder Years. It is, This yeah, character's yeah. name was Jack Arnold. So That's true, yeah. So, a little fun fact here. According to IMDb, Barry Williams wore his own clothes during the scene in which Greg dramatically changes his wardrobe. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure he loves that information being out. That's funny. <clears throat> All right. So, you ready? I am ready. All right. Emmy Kate, you ready? <laughs> All right. So, we fade in. We open up and see Peter, Bobby, and Cindy in the backyard playing what looks like cowboys and Indians, or let's act like Indians and chase Cindy around the yard. It's yeah, something like that. Then yeah. <laughs> we pan over and see Greg on the phone in the family room with his with a buddy of his. The three little Indians are now in the family room running around and disturbing Greg while he's on the phone. Greg stops them and tells them to knock it off. Just then, Jan enters with a handheld radio, and it's loudly playing a groovy tune that she wants them all to hear. The other three listen, and they all start to dance. Greg gets fed up with all the noise and tells his friend he'll have to call him back and hangs up. Greg shakes his head and shuts the radio off. Well, three things. One is, I think it's funny that they didn't realize how incredibly racist this game these kids are playing. Because Indians didn't go, oh, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa. yeah, like they, they yeah, didn't yeah. do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so an Indian. Was, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Well, I mean, now we live in a day and age where, like, you know, the Cleveland Indians can't even be called that anymore. But anyways, um, yeah. <clears throat> I just thought it was funny how just in- insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they might as well just like painted shit on them too. You know, like I don't know. Um, but yeah. second is that game. Jen comes in fun. wearing blackface and all that, and she's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That game can't be any fun. It's like, let's play a game where we literally sprint nonstop through the entire game, only stopping because people are irritated at us. Like, how is that any fun? Like, if that's the case... He just named every little kid game ever. (laughs) Yeah, but every little kid... It's like freeze time. At least you get a chance to break. Like, if I told my kids, hey, why don't you go out in the yard and just sprint around? They're going to be like, no, that's stupid. Why would I do that? Hey, let's play Indians. Okay. Like, that's stupid. Like, that's dumb. Um, Would you like to play a game where you run around outside? No. What about, added bonus, you do it until you irritate me? They'd be like, let's do that. (laughs) Here's a game. We're going to act insensitive. And then, but you sprint at the same time. Cool. Um, but also, I thought it was funny that Jan comes in saying, "Hey, did you hear this great new groove?" 
great new groove for really that's what you're gonna go with that's okay. a sherwood right. short slang that i'm sure the kids like hated to have to say uh, yeah she looked embarrassing i was embarrassed for her when she said it that was horrible <clears throat> okay <laughs> scene two next we see alice and carol in the kitchen putting groceries away alice pulls out and is inspecting a carton of eggs just then, Greg Crumps comes through the door and smashes the <laughs> smashes the carton of eggs right into Alice. What I find funny about that is, why is she waiting till she gets home to inspect the carton of eggs? Shouldn't she have done that at the grocery <laughs> store when she picked it up? That's true. Good point. But anyways, um, Greg apologizes, and, and Alice says, I'm all right, gooey. But all, and she she said that shit sassy, too. I don't know if you noticed that, but you, <laughs> Alice wasn't all right. She was, not, she was pissed. So yeah, she was, was pissed. Kind of but, yeah. Carol then says, Greg, do you really have to come boobing through the doors like that? <laughs> That's what she said. Okay. All right. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Greg says, those kids have no respect for a man's privacy. Carol comes out from inside the fridge and says, what man? Which I thought was kind of funny. It's kind of funny the way she did that. She didn't funny. get very much truly funny stuff, but that was pretty funny. <clears throat> Greg says, me, I'm in high school now, and when you're in high school, you're not a kid anymore. You're a man. Carol just says, oh. Greg continues, and a man doesn't want to be pestered by some kids. He wants mm -hmm. privacy so he can jerk off. No, he didn't mm. put that in. But <clears throat> Mom, I think we need some changes around here. <laughs> and he walks out. Carol yells from the kitchen, what changes? <laughs> Right. <sighs> Boobing. Boobing. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Like, uh, I mean, you know, it's like, okay, like back in the old days when like you mess something up, you boobed it. I think is that that's really a like a saying. I, I feel like it is. Sure. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I had everything highlighted still and I couldn't tell that that was one of my notes. I thought that was a line that you wrote. <laughs> That's why I said it's so like like weird like that. So, anyways, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, I want to hear Alice get pissed because she said it was <laughs> there was so much pent up frustration because she like works there and it's her boss and stuff like that. But you know she wants to be like, what the fuck? Why are you running to the fucking house? Oh my god! Yeah. Holy shit! You see us like. So I want to. You know, that. I'm trying to put grocery and you come boobing in here. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, can't you just go like fucking read a book or something? Like, Jesus. Go, go play. And Carol's like, "Why do you got to come in here boobing?" And Alice is like, "Yeah, good word. I forgot about that word." It's like speaking of boob. Look at all this fucking egg on my shirt. So, um, <laughs> also, like, why didn't Carol put her foot down? Why is she acting like like Greg is now promoted to Mike status and she has to fucking listen to him? Because he's I mean? a man like, now. He's a man but, I mean, now. She, she has bought to. it. Yeah, but if Raina came in and said, yo, I'm a man now, and you need to go out there and fucking do dishes, you'd be like, what the, what? No. Are you, are you kidding? So why is she because taking I'm, this from Greg? Like, what the, you're woman? not a parent. You can just go to your fucking room, and we'll deal with all this other shit. How about that? So, I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't like the way she just kind of laid back and was like, wait, what, man? What what changes is Greg going to make? Greg ain't going to make any fucking changes because he's a child. So how about that? That's how you deal with that. <laughs> That's right. Sorry, it just it, it rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> Scene three. 
Later that afternoon, Mike comes home and is greeted by Carol in the living room. Mike asks if everything is under control around the house, and Carol says, Well, I think you can answer that better when you talk to the man. Dang, right. <laughs> Mike asks, Yeah, what man is that? <laughs> and meanwhile, he's Mike's like, like I'm right here. Just ask me. <laughs> meanwhile, Mike's just like looking through the mail. He's like, oh, Yeah, what man? What are we t- what's this now? Huh? <laughs> and Carol says, the man that's waiting for you upstairs. Mike, with a look of confusion, asks, What man? <laughs> Carol says, Your son, the man. Mike leaves and goes upstairs. She said it all <laughs> fucking sassy. She's like, You know yeah. your son, the man, as he's like self declared. <laughs> so, like, yeah, she was being like <laughs> condescending a little bitch about it. I don't understand why she's being so cryptic. You know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with Mike yeah. coming in? Hey, we have a problem. Greg suddenly thinks he's a man or something because he's in high school. You need to go talk to him. See how easy that was for me to say to you? <laughs> like, right. Why is she playing, like, detective all the time, making him figure this shit out? Like, she can't yeah. warn him before he goes upstairs? Like, Yeah. Oh, no. He's a man now, so you better oh, go, go talk prepare to, the man. to go talk to the man. Go figure that out amongst the three children upstairs because I'm not telling <laughs> you any information. I don't have a job. There, I don't have to cook. I don't have to do anything. With- Literally, the one thing I have to do is communicate shit to you when you walk in the door, but I'm not going to do that either. I'm going to let you go up and figure that shit out on your own. God. (laughs) Is there a problem with one of the kids, Carol? Um, No, not one of the kids. There's a problem with the man upstairs. problem with the man, and you can figure that shit out on your own. You did it apparently before I came along, didn't you? Wow, okay. Um, um, Also, when he was pulling in the garage, you saw his little drive-in basement garage. Again, <laughs> yeah, you saw yeah. that. That's kind of neat. Um, hmm. um, but yeah, like I, my two notes on here is: a, she's the most ineffective parent ever. Like <laughs> she she did nothing when Greg said it. No no attempt to to even say, well, let's talk about this when your father gets home. She didn't even go that far. She was just like, what changes? Like like she was gonna get grounded or something. And, and my other note is she's basically a babysitter. That's all. Like she's not even being a parent. Right. She's just making sure they don't burn the place down until Mike gets home. Right. Sorry. It just she wait till your father gets home. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Scene four. <clears throat> Upstairs, Mike enters the boys' room, and Greg walks out of the bathroom with little pieces of toilet paper attached to his face deck. <laughs> Mike asks what happened Greg says oh I was just saving it I cut myself a little Michael Hafson <laughs> says well maybe you should practice without a blade next time Greg says I wasn't practicing I was shaving Duh. it started to come in real heavy now feel it Mike feels great <laughs> Mike feels Greg's face laughs and says boy <laughs> I grow wild on my ass which you're trying to cultivate on your face <laughs> He didn't say that. <laughs> no, but my father did. <laughs> no joke. Um, my father said that to my brother when he was when his facial <laughs> hair was coming in. Sorry, I was getting that static. <laughs> if I ever pause like that, it's because that static's going on. Gotcha. <clears throat> no, really, Mike says, those are some of the toughest whiskers I ever felt. Greg mm-hmm. goes on to explain that he's in high school now because, you know, Mike didn't know that. <laughs> it's where It's where the men are separated from the boys. Mike laughs and says, so you're with the men now. Greg laughs with him and says, well, yeah, I am, except not around here. Around here, I'm still with the boys. Mike asks, you mean Peter and Bobby? 
Greg continues, exactly. A man needs his privacy, and I never have a free minute to myself. Again, that's code to jerk off. off. (laughs) And right on cue, Peter and Bobby come into the bedroom arguing over a flashlight they want to use for an upcoming camping trip. Mike tells the boys to stop arguing, and Greg says that he's too old for camping trips and asks Mike if he still has to go, which I thought was kind of funny. He's like, I'm a man now. I don't have to go on a camping trip. Do I, Dad? Do I really have to go on a camping trip? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Mike says, no, I won't force you to go if you don't want to. Mike then shoes Peter and Bobby out of the room. As soon as the boys leave, Greg chimes in with, you see what I mean, Dad? Mike sighs and says... They'll have to figure something out. Greg says he has an idea on how to solve the problem. Mike asks what. Greg declares that he'd like his own room. Mm. Mike seems surprised at his request. Greg goes on, now remember, Dad, I'm talking to you man to man. Not kid to man, but man to man. Just then Marsha comes in and interrupts. But Greg snaps at her and says, Marsha, can't you see I'm talking to Dad? Marsha says, (laughs) I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're all like a child you're like <laughs> do it again it's like <laughs> Marsha <laughs> says I was just gonna tell you that dinner is ready sheesh right? and she walks out Mike tells Greg that he'll think about it but it's not make, but he's not making any promises Greg says he understands and reaches his hand out to shake Mike's Mike awkwardly Shakes it back. <laughs> that would that would be awkward for me too if my son wanted to shake my hand. Like, uh, okay, we usually hug it <laughs> yeah. out, but okay, I guess I'll shake your hand. <clears throat> I can't get over how much Greg really wants to. Jer- Does he not know you can jerk off in the shower? <laughs> like he really wants some alone time, like bad. Well, like he wants to do it, like you know, comfortably around his space, you know, hanging from the ceiling fan, you know, yeah, with right, all the yeah, porn yeah. mags out, you know. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. He wants to walk around the bedroom naked a few times before he does it, you know? Yeah. With that shit floating around the breeze. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he wants to slap it around. <laughs> <laughs> slap, 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 slap against his stomach. Yeah. Yeah, you get it. Also, I, I, I had no idea that Greg was paying rent. Where did you get that from? Well, I mean, he's making demands like he is. <laughs> <laughs> Greg should, or wow. Mike should have led with that. He should have been like, wow, speaking of which, your rent's due. Your rent's past due. What do you mean? I don't pay rent. Oh, that's right. You don't pay rent, do you? Hmm. Funny how that works. Nice. Nice setup. Yeah, right. <laughs> <clears throat> Scene five. A bit later, Mike and Carol are upstairs in the room getting ready for bed. Carol is saying how she doesn't feel so good about Greg staying home alone all weekend. Mike reminds her that he's not a little kid anymore and then goes on to tell her that he has requested to have his own room. You know, because he has to, you know. I was really hoping that Greg would get left behind like when they went camping. And that it would the rest of the episode <laughs> would be Greg like fending for himself against like robbers breaking into the house and shit like but that didn't happen Home Alone style yeah exactly <laughs> Carol seems shocked at the idea but Mike goes on to say he has a point he does need a little privacy I guess you know <laughs> for spanking it for spanking it yeah Carol then asks what he said to him Mike says that he told him he would think about it. Carol, now on board, says, well, I guess he is growing up. Gosh, you're so stupid. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's so funny because it's like, well, I don't think it's a good idea. Well, I told him I think about it. You know what? It is a good idea. Let's do that. <laughs> That's exactly what she does, dude. That's funny. <laughs> and he, uh, Carol says, well, I guess he is growing up. Hey, why couldn't we do something in the garage? Really? <laughs> She's so you mean that, that fucking the carport? carport. Yeah. <laughs> Mike shoots that down saying it's too much construction. Carol lights up and says, I know. How about the attic? Mike laughs at the silly woman and says, that'd be great if Greg were two and a half feet tall. So, is this like a an issue here? Like, do we have continuity error now? I'd have to, we'll know more later. Right. But like, doesn't Greg eventually move into the attic? That's what I had thought, unless that's only in the movies and not in... No, 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 it, it happens on the show. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah. I, unless unless Mike does this construction thing or something, maybe he does. <laughs> he I don't might. remember. It's it would be so really easy. They, all they'd have to do is write a line and be like, "Man, that construction went faster than we thought." I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> right, right. And <laughs> bring magic. They have an exactly. attic now. You can live in. <clears throat> True. All right. So Carol says, "Hold on, let me grab Mike." Two feet. Oh, Carol says, "Yeah." Mike and Carol decide to just think about it tomorrow, and they lay down to go to sleep. But a moment later, Carol has an idea. And I can't believe she even suggested such a thing. She says, you ready for this, Jimmy? Mike, yep. how about your den? Wow. She said that to Mike, the <laughs> man of the house. How about your office that you, you know, use to pay the bills and to bring money into this house? How about using that? You know, it's not like you use it every single day. Exactly. <clears throat> Mike tiredly says, honey, my den is not a bedroom. Carol simply says, what's a bedroom? It's a room with a bed in it. Mike retorts with, Carol, the den is where I work. We'll put him in the family room. The suggestion makes Carol jump up in bed and she turns on the light and says, the family room? That's where I do my sewing. That's where the girls practice their dancing. And where would all the kids play? Mike in frustration says, honey, I don't know. (laughs) Dramatic pause. And he sits up in bed. Carol, patronizing Mike, says, Well, never mind. Don't you worry about it. We'll just have to figure something else out. You keep your precious little den that you need you do do. <laughs> Mike smells the bullshit right away and says, yep. Wait a minute. You're making me the villain in all this. Carol, still in evil villainous mode, says, Not at all, darling. <laughs> Mike sits up even more and says, yes, you are. You're putting it all on my lap. Carol denies it because, you know, she's a woman. She's a bitch. Mike continues, (laughs) you're not going to give me the guilt about this now. I need my den. I'm not being unreasonable about this. Carol, still patronizing him, says, well, of course you're not good night, darling. Look at you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she grabs his face and kisses him Carol reaches over and turns the light off and lies down to go to sleep all while smiling at the job well done on manipulating her husband isn't that fun Mike's still sitting up and thinking and reminds her one last time well I'm not Carol just touches his cheek and rolls over to go to sleep smiling because you know she's proud as shit for this you know what should have happened what? 
she's she should have been like, no, you just you just keep your little den, and then, like you see her head going to the covers, and you see Mike's like, ooh, ooh, you know what I mean? That's what should have happened. And then the next day he's like, guess what? <laughs> You're moving to the den. You know what I mean? That's what should have happened. <laughs> Never. I'll explain that joke later, Ty. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I get distracted. I get a text and I just was looking at it to see who it was from. <laughs> and I wanted to keep the recording going. So I was just like, yeah, totally. Even though I didn't hear it. And like, then he, yeah. And then he called, then he called me out on it. Yeah, because she'd make, make a fort, I guess, in bed. Anyways. <laughs> but you couldn't keep. You couldn't keep the. Couldn't keep the smoke, smoke and mirrors going. You called me on that bullshit like right away. Yeah. <laughs> and then he had well, see, a cow in the bedroom. Seriously, I know, right? I know. That the was thing weird. is, I can't see like your phone. So to me, it just looks like you're <laughs> like, yeah, and looking at the computer. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> do we want to keep all this in or? It's up to you. Do you want to go decide. back to your joke? I'll let you decide. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I decide to just cut out all that stuff we just said, then it'll just be like, you make a great joke, and I go, ha, totally, and then we move on. <laughs> it's up to you. Do you want to leave it in, do you want me to do it again? Well, did I did I respond to the joke correctly? Oh, like, yeah, does yeah, it yeah, sound yeah. Like, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, let's, I'll, I'll hear the joke when I edit this. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> that's all right. <clears throat> Scene six. We immediately cut to Greg smiling real big, saying, You mean it, Dad? I can have the den? Mike's Mike, having a look of defeat on his face, says, I will move my things into the family room. Greg looks around and says, Man, <laughs> all the possibilities. Mike asks, Like what? Greg continues, I can make up my own pad, my own scene. Mike says, Your own scene? <laughs> Greg stops and looks at Mike. I mean, you know, if that's okay with you. You know, because he's a man. Right. <clears throat> Mike agrees that it's okay, but makes sure that Greg understands that he is not to put any paint or nails on the walls. Greg agrees and says, man, this place is real funky. Mike <laughs> seems confused and asks, is that square? Greg laughs at the old man and says, no, that's together. Terrific. Mike laughs and says, oh, how about that? Hmm, my den is funky. Hmm. <laughs> I like how they do a callback to that conversation later in the episode. That that bedroom would suck. If you if you put it in the mind of like a, like a teenager, that would be one right, of the worst right. bedrooms ever. Because there's Why? nothing but blinds separating you from the living room. I thought of that immediately when I was like, oh, well, you can have the den. I'd be like, but there's blinds. Like, yeah, it's basically yeah, like I mean, yeah, the, they shut. You can have the like, dining room. Like, what? No. That's <laughs> right on the opening. You can't like, it's right there. Everybody can hear what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> right? And no, I thought of those blinds too. Like, I'm sure they shut, but there's not going to be flush. There's... Really? <laughs> <laughs> There's always going to be like that little crack somewhere. So, like, if yeah. you're trying to have, you know, his Greg time or whatever, right. he's going to be like constantly paranoid looking at those cracks. He's like, going to see like Marshall's eye, Cindy's like, 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 little hole. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Or, you know, Jan would be the type of person that would. 
purposely look just to catch him and then call him out on it. Oh, what yeah. are you doing, Greg? Oh, are you jerking off? Like, are you thinking of Marsha? <laughs> she would get that video camera that he used for school. For the school project. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Dad, I want to show you a video that I made. Okay. <laughs> All right, scene seven. <clears throat> Later, out in the backyard, Alice, Marsha, and Cindy are laying out all the sleeping bags. I'm assuming to air them out because this is like a callback to that one episode. I guess, yeah. The sleepover where the boys had to lay out all the... I want you to lay out all the mattresses or all the sleeping bags in the backyard and air them out. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> shouldn't we clean them? Nah, just let them air out in the sun a little bit. They'll be fine. <laughs> you just gotta get the, the stench out. Doesn't really matter if they're clean. Okay. Gotta get that funk out. Girls use this last time. You know how they are. Alice decides to try out one of the sleeping bags and gets inside. Just as she's about to zip it up, Sydney tries to interject, but Alice cuts her off while she's trying to zip it up. She's like, but Alice, that she's like, da, 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 da. I'm, I'm going to get <laughs> she's in the like, sleeping shut up, stupid child. I know more than you. <laughs> but Alice is like, da, da, da. Oh. <laughs> Cindy tries to interject, but Alice cuts her off while she's trying to zip it up. I already said that. <laughs> Cindy's Once it's funny because Cindy's, Cindy's straight up like, mm, fuck it, no good. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you then. Once it's zipped up, she turns to Cindy and says, now what is it you wanted to say? Cindy says, well, I was trying to say that that's the sleeping bag where the zipper gets stuck. Alice panics and checks the zipper and says, yep, this is the one. And she squirms around trying to get out. Just because then you Greg know, sleeping bags are tight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you... I got caught in a sleeping bag one time when I was a kid, and I had to go to the ER, Jimmy. <laughs> what, did you get your balls <laughs> they, had to, <laughs> they had to cut me out of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> How does anybody get stuck in a sleeping bag? <laughs> <laughs> Just then, Greg comes out carrying furniture and notices Alice squirming around and asks what the problem is. Marcia informs him that she's stuck. Greg confidently walks over and says, I'll get it. Sometimes it just takes a man. Thank God Greg was there. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Right? Yeah. As Greg he is alone, working on He alone got that zipper down. Yeah. Like all by himself. <laughs> yeah. As Greg is working on getting the zipper unstuck, Alice informs him that he better be careful with the chair he's putting in the garage or else he won't be doing much sitting. Oh damn. <laughs> After a couple minutes of working on the zipper, he finally frees it, and then Greg declares, See? All it took was a man. <laughs> He's, like, really yeah. pushing this man thing. He really is, yeah. <clears throat> it's like, and what's, what's funny is he's not only pushing the man thing, but he's he's really trying to convince everybody of it. Maybe yeah. it's because he's not convinced himself to act. <laughs> Maybe so. That's you might deep. be right. That's deep. <laughs> <clears throat> scene eight next we see Greg up in his room pulling or off in the boys room pulling off his mattress from his bed to take downstairs to the den Peter and Bobby come walking in and Peter says so today's the day huh you're really gonna move Greg says that's right Bobby asks so you don't like us anymore Greg assures them that he does like them but he's in high school now Peter says, yeah, he's a big shot now. We're lucky he even talks to us. Jimmy, are, are you okay to read this paragraph? 
Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to keep keep the emotions in check. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure that you kind of take your time with it, and you don't have to. I can finish reading it if you need me to. <laughs> if I lose it, we'll just cut it out and post. Okay, okay, that's <clears throat> a good yeah. idea. Meanwhile, Greg is trying to finagle this mattress out of the doorway. Greg gets frustrated and asks them for help, and really he he tells them like, "You grab this end." Yeah. Peter Peter yeah. says, "We can't. We're just little kids." The mattress is too heavy for a little shrimp like me. Bobby adds, and I'm even shrimpier than he is. Greg rolls hmm. his eyes, continues to drag out the mattress. So, first of all, like... Okay, I was making sure you were about to, you didn't write down the note I was about to say. Um, so, first of all, like, it's like, what is that, a twin mattress? She, he was like yeah, having yeah, yeah. a dickens of a time with this thing, like just moving <laughs> it from the bed to the floor. And now he has to carry a twin mattress down the stairs by him. Yeah, but this is the 70s. Like the, the, the bunk beds that I mentioned, like it was like yeah. d- like a down mattress. You know what I'm saying? It was like a bunch of like, <laughs> was it like duck feathers or something? Like I don't know what it was. Well, but, that's what down is, yeah. But those things weighed like a ton. Those things were really heavy. It's not like the, the polyurethane or, or poly whatever, polystyrene or whatever it is, foam that's in them now. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. But then again, we recently bought a mattress for one of the kids, and that weighed a good 50 or 60 pounds. So, I mean, for a, a huh. young kid, that would have been hard. Jake would have had trouble with it on his own. Uh, but Greg is a man, and he lifts weights. I've seen him do it. Yeah, that's true. Plus, he plays guitar, and we all know that that makes you even more. And football it. and baseball. So, yeah. Scene mm. nine. A moment later, we see Marcia and Jan heading down the stairs, and they notice Greg's mattress just lying on the staircase. Marcia asks, hey, why did Greg just leave this mattress here? Next, we hear Greg's voice saying, I didn't leave it. It fell on me. It was on top of him. They couldn't see him. And they and let me guess the next part is they really like they panic and make sure he's you know safe and healthy and and his well being is good and then call the parents to help. No. no, no. So Greg peeks out from under the mattress. The girls just giggle. They give him. <laughs> Jan asks Jan asks if he'll just move it. Can you move it? You're kind of blocking the hallway. You're blocking <laughs> the staircase. Marsha adds, or have you decided to take over the rest of the house with your mattress and all your shit? Greg says that he'll move it. Just then, Marcia asks, So, when is your great inner sanctum going to be ready? Oh, shit. Camera pushes in on Greg, and he says, Tonight. Why don't you pay me a visit? Oh, shit. Marcia says, Thrills. Jan says, "Uh, I don't think we can. And Greg says, I don't think anybody asked you, Jan. <laughs> no, he didn't say <laughs> Greg, Why don't you stop being a cock block, Jan? How about that? <laughs> oh, God. But I swear to God, I thought he was, gonna, thought he was trying to fuck her again. <laughs> he probably was. I mean, it's he's already, like, you know, really jonesing to jerk off here. So <laughs> he was probably like, hey, I don't know if you heard, but I'm a man now. Yeah. <laughs> Got my own pad on my uh, inner sanctum, I guess, apparently. <laughs> Which uh, I know I'm not done with the paragraph yet, but where first of all, Marcia goes, he goes, Why don't you pay me a visit? Marcia goes, Thrills. First of all, I had to rewind that like 12 times just to figure out what the hell she said. 
I even had Rannon come in here. Come in here. What is she saying right here? So we listened to it. It's like, I don't know. I'm like, let's back it up again. Because I was watching it in my room where I don't have the Apple TV. Because once right. again, Apple yeah, TV, yeah. you know, we'll just. So we must have rewinded. We had the volume up way high. And then I finally had to like look at her mouth and I saw a TH sound. Thrills. I was like, thrills. It was kind of funny line. Kind of, she kind of said it kind of funny like the <laughs> delivery was good because it, w- it was very sarcastic it was like right, right. like cool you know I don't know I thought it was pretty funny anyway moving on so Jan cockblocks and says well I don't think we can Greg asks why not Jan sarcastically says well if you had visitors it might disturb your privacy Marsha adds we'll pay him a visit later after we get to high school Greg scoffs and says kids yeah the only thing that bothered me about that was they didn't ask if he was okay that bothered me a little bit because in some That's of the, the previous ones bother you, it didn't bother you that Greg's trying to fuck his sister <laughs> no not at all like you haven't okay. um, um, it's just in some of the previous episodes they really pressed the whole but I'm your sister I'm your brother I'm here for you blah 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 and then somebody literally like people have died falling down stairs <laughs> <laughs> he not only falls down the stairs, but he falls down a ma- uh, stairs with a mattress that he apparently can't even get off the bed by himself. And this mattress <laughs> has fallen on him as he's falling down the stairs. And they fucking point and giggle. That's <laughs> yeah. That, that kind of got. Well, me. I mean, in their favor. Um, so like he was already at the bottom of the stairs <clears throat> and then even though he was there, until he was like, I'm here, I'm good. I just kind of, it fell on me. So, like, the worry was already over. Because it's not like they went, oh my god, his mattress is left unattended. Like, they don't know that he's, like, underneath there and hurt. If they would have seen mm-hmm. him, like, laid out, they would have been like, oh my god, what, are you, what happened? You know? But Maybe. You know, I don't know. Alright. Scene 10. A while later, Mike and Carol are outside Greg's new pad. Mm. And Carol says, well, we can't wait to see what you've done with the place. I love the way they, like, make it sound like he has an apartment or something. Like, his place. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> Greg says, you're going to love it. It's the kind of room I've always wanted. Greg opens the door, and they all walk in to look. Mike and Carol stop in their tracks and can't believe their eyes. Greg's room looks as it looks as if hippies, the Bee Gees, and David Bowie all had a party at Woodstock and had puked all over it. Greg, <laughs> Greg looks at That's them. Exactly and, what it looked like. Yeah, Greg looks at them and asks how they like it. Mike says, "Oh, it's." Uh, Carol jumps in. Different. <laughs> Greg invites them in to sit down. Carol asks, "Where?" Mike says, "Why don't you get things unpacked first? Greg says. Get things unpacked. Oh, that's the furniture. <laughs> that part was so funny. His delivery was get things unpacked. That's the furniture. Because so if you can describe this room, could you could you describe it? It looked like boxes, like on the floor that he just draped like dra- like drapes over. It did, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like the, the the mattress that was the only thing for his bed. He literally laid a mattress on the floor. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, it was just, I don't know. It looked, 
<laughs> just the way Mike was like, cool, why don't you get unpacked first there, son? <laughs> I don't know, that struck me as so funny. Well, it would have been, I, what I thought it was missing was, I thought it would have been funny <laughs> if Carol would have looked around and thrown in a line and been like, wait, are those my curtains? Like, that would have been funny. Like, that's, that's what yeah, I think is missing. Yeah, pretty groovy, huh? You know, or something like that. <laughs> or funky, that's the word for today. And, and also oh, note, can... and also note, you know, on on top of that, that all the furniture is on the floor, yeah, <laughs> and the mattresses and lamps, you know, all that kind of stuff. He's using boxes as tables, and Carol is trying to recover. Says, "Oh, sure, yeah. Well, it it certainly is. What's that word? Flunky. This irritated me. <laughs> like I'm I'm ninety percent sure she's used that word early in the season." And suddenly she doesn't know what the fuck it is. Like that irritated me. <laughs> yeah, it's such a like it's some of the worst of acting she's ever done. Flun- flunky is that what it? Bitch, you know what it is. You've used it in, last, in this season. What are you talking about? Sorry. <laughs> Carol trying to recover says, "Oh yeah, sure. Well, it certainly is. What's that word? Flunky." Greg says, "Flunky." Carol says, "Finky." Mike says, "Funky." <laughs> Carol says, "Well, Finky, Funky, Finky." You just enjoy the Fuck run. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that well, would have been a funnier line. <laughs> well, Finky, Funky, Fuck it. You just enjoy your room. Well, uh, uh, you just enjoy the room, Greg. We'll uh, see you later. And Mike and Carol leave. So, yeah. You that you just you jerk off in here. Exactly. You just have <laughs> you know fun with your you know funky jerking off session. <laughs> Scene 11. Outside the den, Mike says, I can't believe they used to be my old den. That's what Mr. Greg Brady wanted, I guess, Carol adds. Sorry, <laughs> like a bitch. First he outgrows his own family, then he wants his own room. I can't imagine what will have on his mind next. Mike laughs and says, ha, I know what will have on his mind next. Uh-huh. Carol asks, what? Mike says, well, it's shaped like an hourglass, but a heck of a lot softer. They both laugh, and he puts his arm around her, and they walk off. Oh, his mind so, jerking off. You. <laughs> this is where we take our next break. So Greg is too cool for school to share his room with the kids and has moved into the den and made a groovy new pad for himself. Well, we shall see what happens next. Yes, we shall. All right. We will be back. fan of movies or comics or video games or just anything else nerdy well you should check out the zing Zing this This podcast Podcast. and that's spelled z-e-n-g this and we have nerdy topics from comic book reviews to in-depth analysis of iconic nerdy movies as well as video game discussions Mm mm-hmm where are some of the best places to find us, Allie? Well, Podbean, of course. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Podcasts. Yeah. So check us out. Once again, that is Zing, Zing this. this.
And we are all back. That was that was a good break. That was that was a good break. I feel very rested. <laughs> yeah, I know. I laid down for a few. Close my rest of my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so you know, you know, one thing I've noticed about the Brady Bunch, like I, I'm, I'm not new to the Brady Bunch. I don't think anybody's new to the Brady Bunch, but I think like most people, I, I watched it in syndication, and it they don't play it like season one episode all the way up through you know they don't play it like that they just play random episodes every day you know it's um, weird well yeah yeah but one thing I've noticed is uh, how many extracurricular activities these kids have you know what I mean what like mean? Oh. I mean like if they had an episode like dance you know, and yeah like Greg sports. like if they had an episode where Greg was talking about basketball that wouldn't really surprise me but it seems like every boy plays every sport <laughs> the girls do <laughs> dancing and like some kind of singing stuff. Like how do they even have time for homework or school with all the extracurricular stuff they have? Right. Right. So that got me thinking like me and you did some extracurricular stuff, but not nearly right. as much as the Brady. Like what? Um, well, first let's start. What, what extracurricular stuff did you do? Like I know, but this is for the audience. To <laughs> right. Well, by, I think extracurricular, my answer- by extracurricular meaning you have to do it after school. Yeah. Well, I think me and you kind of have the same answers, really. Um, like, we did theater, a lot of theater and chorus and stuff like that. So, there was always a play we were always had to do rehearsals for after school. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, there was, like, a good month where I was on the swim team, but I didn't, wasn't in it very long. Did you um, wear Speedos? Yes. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> um, um, but mostly it was just, like, Drama and chorus stuff, you know, yeah, um, yeah. that's really bad. I mean, when I was a younger kid, I took like karate and stuff like that. They um, they asked me. I I took weightlifting in school, um, in my sophomore year, and um, I took that too. Uh, at the time, I weighed about one hundred and fifteen pounds, one hundred and ten pounds, and they <laughs> right. wanted me to to lose five pounds so that I could wrestle in the one hundred and five category, right? And I remember Coach Wood coming up and telling me, he's like, you know, there's not a lot of people wrestling it, so it's possible that, I mean, you could be, like, state champion. Like, yeah, by (laughs) default, because there's, like, I would go to these, first of all, I'm going to have to starve myself to make 105, five pounds when you're 110 pounds, that's like, you know, that's like 4% of your body weight, you know what I mean? Like, losing 4% of your body, that's ridiculous, right? Right. (laughs) Um. And so I'd have to lose all the <laughs> lose the pounds to make weigh-ins, only to not wrestle. Like that's stupid. I don't want to do that. Like, so no, I didn't. <laughs> well, I'm sure once you get up like up to like districts or state championship, you'd probably have somebody to wrestle. It'd probably be like some girl dressed <laughs> as some little some girl. girl. <laughs> well, then they not wanted that me were to sexist or anything, but like you know, it's, it just I don't know to get that weight class. I don't know. Well, then somehow word got out at school that I was a really good bowler. And um, wait a minute, I, wait a minute. Our listeners are learning this for the first time. You bowled growing up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they wanted me to to bowl on the on the school's bowling team. So I was like, "You school want me to get my bowling team? You want me to get my ass kicked more than I already get? You know what I mean? Like, no. I'm not, <laughs> are you kidding? Like, what kind of fucking loser is on the bowling team? No offense to anybody out there that was on the bowling team, but." <laughs> But no, those are the only two extracurriculars they ever asked me to do in the theater, and I, I said no. <laughs> I always kind of secretly wanted to try a sport, 
but I would have been my anxiety well, wouldn't let me do it. I would have been afraid of failing. I was like, well, when I was in, I want to say like fifth grade or sixth grade before I met you, I did try out for the basketball team, but didn't make it. Yeah. I did an embarrassing tryout. Um, when I was a freshman, I remember this conversation clearly. I I was really seriously thinking about trying out for the football team. Like, really? Wow. Well, I mean, I had the conversation with you, if you remember it. And Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. And if you... <laughs> speaking, I'm going to draw back to the show The Wonder Years. There was a scene in The Wonder Years that was exactly like our conversation. I'd forgotten about it until I watched The Wonder Years like again like a few years ago. And that episode came on, and I, I was like, holy shit, that's me and Jimmy's like conversation almost in <laughs> verbatim. Like, because Paul went to... Kevin was like, hey, I'm thinking, I think it was a basketball team or something like that. Right. But I came to you and I was like, hey, I was thinking about trying for a football team. And you, just like Kevin Arnold, was like, why? That's stupid. Why would you want to do that to be cool? Why? Like, that's so dumb. And I was, he was like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. And he was like, God, I don't know. You can if you want, but that's stupid. And I was like, I was probably okay. thinking about it from a theater standpoint. Like, why would you do it? Like, if we had chorus and theater <laughs> going on, why would you want to go out for the football team? Like, I don't know. But I didn't, obviously. But um, I would have been afraid of like getting hurt. That's that's probably where I was like, why would you do that? Like, you know they fucking tackle you, right? Like, you know you're gonna, they're going to chase you down and like tackle you to the ground. You know you, that shit, right? You know you like, have to play, right? <laughs> fuck that, dude. That's stupid. You can do it if you want. I ain't doing it. <laughs> oh, look at it. We're right back at the conversation again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't want you don't want to join a team where you get to run around in the hot heat and have people like pummel you and slam you to the ground. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah, I don't know. Not really a sports guy anyway. So <laughs> when we left off, since Greg is a high school man now, he finally has his own pad to bring all the foxy and groovy chicks to. He can now have the guys over and get into something heavy. You know, Hell something yeah. heavy. So let's see how this all plays out. Let's get back into it. Okay. And he, when he gets into it, he sets his goals high, too. So next we see Greg <laughs> at school, and he notices this hot-ass MILF sitting on a park bench, you know, looking at some papers. Wait, wait. What do you say? A who? Oh, oh. Oh, wait, that was a student. You Never say mind. MILF? Yeah. That was a student. Like a, like a mom? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was another student. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because she looked like she was like twenty four. Yeah, um, she, no, she looked like she was like thirty four. <laughs> she kidding? probably was. No, I thought the same thing when I watched. It, I was like, "Is that a teacher? Like, is he hitting on a teacher?" <laughs> she was cute though. I'm not gonna lie, she was. I wonder really how old cute. she is now. Well, she's got to be pretty old because the cast members are old. She's older than the cast members, so she's probably dead. Yeah, she was like thirty four <laughs> back then. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So if it's, that means she's like eighty four years old now. <laughs> yeah, she was cute though. Well, anyway, that's like ahead. that's Sorry. like in theater. All these people, you know, you watch um, Sound of Music, and all these people are like, "Ooh, Liesel's kind of cute." And you look her up now, and you're like, so anyways, um, <laughs> Okay. So, anyways, Greg walks over, and he says hi yeah. to her. He then yeah. adds, "Don't I know you?" She says, um, I don't think so. I don't know you. Damn! <laughs> That's how she says it, too. <sighs> uh, 
she immediately she immediately goes back to what she was doing. Greg just <laughs> Greg just stands there awkwardly staring at her. <laughs> like he, doesn't, he didn't even know what to do. He's just like, "Wow, okay, so that weird. totally didn't work." All right, cool. Um, <laughs> and you could tell like part of him in his head wants to be like, "I have my own room." Like, you know he wants to do that, <laughs> but he can't because it sounds like childish. Um, it is a den. Yeah. So Greg stands there awkwardly, just staring at her. She feels his gaze and politely asks, would you mind standing someplace else? You're putting a shadow on my book. I think it would have been funny if she would have just left it. Would you mind standing somewhere else? And then just goes back to reading. That would have been funny. But <clears throat> Greg apologizes and steps back a whole foot. Mm-hmm. She goes back to reading. Greg then asks, aren't you in one of my classes? She stops reading again and asks, which class? Greg thinks for a second and says, uh, history. (laughs) She shakes her head. When Greg says he's seen her around school, she then goes on to say, well, I'm a senior. How about you? Greg sheepishly says, this is my first year. (laughs) The girl has a look like she was going to puke on him (laughs) and says, would you excuse me? I really have to, I've really got to study this. Greg, now embarrassed, backs away and says, oh, sure, go right ahead. As he turns to leave, he bumps into an older student who's dressed in the late 70s fashion from head to toe, including flowy butterfly collared shirts and a matching vest, sunglasses, jeans, and boots. Mm. He he was looking funky. Oh, he was dapper as fuck. Um, (laughs) Greg notices him. Actually, he was, what is it, in a... Fresh in a fresh, cool way, or I don't know, whatever, however he says it. Um, (laughs) Greg notices him and watches as the guy walks over to the girl on the bench and snatches her book from her. She looks at him and says, Wow, groovy outfit. The guy says, (laughs) Why don't you come over later to no? (laughs) The guy says, Why don't you come over to the cafeteria and rap a bit? She smiles and starts beatboxing um, and says, I'd love to. She grabs her things and walks off with him. Greg takes note of his own clothing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that threw me for a second. It was like, (laughs) why don't you go to the cafeteria and start rapping? I'm like, cool. They had that in the 70s. I'm like, oh, wait, that's what they call talking. (laughs) They can do a rap battle. Sure, okay, ready, go. (laughs) Scene 13. Next, we see Mike and Greg talking. Scene 14. No. (laughs) Greg has just asked Mike for a loan. He says he needs to buy new clothes. Mike says, don't tell me you've outgrown your clothes already. Greg says, well, yes and no. I mean, my clothes still fit me, but like... Now that I'm in high school, like, it doesn't fit. You understand? Mike says, Greg, what is all this like talk all of a sudden? Greg says, oh, like, that's how guys talk in high school. Mike says, don't they still teach English? (laughs) Greg says, sure, like you see, Dad, these clothes, they're too straight for high school. Mike says, look, son, you can't expect a handout every time you want something. Money doesn't grow on trees. Greg says he knows and he understands, but in high school, clothes are like really important. 
Mike finally gives in and reaches into his wallet. He says to Greg, Now I expect to get this back. Greg says, Oh, I know. You will, Dad. Mike hands him the money. Greg says, I knew you'd understand. Like, thanks. Mike says to himself, Like, it's one of my most expensive failings. So wait, they like talk like that like in the 70s? Like for sure. Like that that's what surprised me the most. Like I was thinking this going the, the, wait, they talk like that back then? Like I thought that was an 80s thing. Yeah, don't you remember like in Scooby Doo? That was like in the 70s and that's all like Shaggy was, talk. He's always like like, like Scoob. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, like right, yeah. like wow. Like wow. Wow, that's crazy that that's been around how long? Huh. <clears throat> Scene 14. The next morning, the kids are all coming downstairs to go to school. As, they, as they're in the living room, here comes Greg, fashionably late to show off his new digs. Mm. As he walks down the stairs, the other kids all wonder in amazement at his new look. Greg is fashioned in a flowy blue flowery shirt with a brown vest with all the little Indian strappy things hanging things. What? <laughs> I so I put like with all the little Indian strappy stringy hangy thingies. I don't know what they're called, but you know, like little Indian strappy hangy that hang. (laughs) (laughs) Just the the way your delivery is great because you're just staring at me like tassels, like tassels (laughs) that they're called tassels. You want want to leave uh, all this in? You want me to redo? Yeah, we can leave it in. Yeah, I just call them Indian strappy stringy hangy thingies. That's not the term. Okay. Well, let me at least start back at Greg. Greg is fashioned in a flowery blue shirt with a brown vest with all the little tassels. <laughs> Just before he gets to the bottom of the stairs, he puts the final touch on the ensemble. The sunglasses. Oh! Oh, shit. Then he looks at the camera and goes, I make this look good. No, that's another movie. <laughs> <laughs> the other kids all laugh and ooh and ah. Jan says, ooh, even sunglasses. Greg says, they're not sunglasses. They're shades. Oh. Alice says, well, that is quite an outfit. Uh, we're the ones that need the sunglasses. <laughs> the other kids all laugh. Just then, Mike <laughs> and Carol come walking in from the kitchen. They see Greg in his outfit. Carol is shocked and points at Greg and says, he looks like, like, Mike adds, would you believe, like, Sitting Bull? Mm-mm. The kids all leave out the door for school as Alice shoos them out. Greg scoffs and says, kids, what do they know about life? Mm. Greg walks into the kitchen. Mike and Carol follow. Mm. Scene 15. As they enter the kitchen, Greg is pouring a glass of milk at the table. Greg sees them and greets them with, Morning, Carol. Morning, Mike. That Carol looks at Mike. Fuck off. <laughs> that would have pissed me off if my kids called me. Well, I mean, name. especially since your name is Jimmy and me. Exactly. Yeah, so. I would be like, I'm Jimmy. God, seriously? <laughs> Carol looks at Mike. Mike and Carol sit down at the table with him, and Mike sighs and says, Look, Calling your parents by their first names might be a fad these days, but in this house, we are still mom and dad to you. Damn right. Mm. Greg says, oh, I just figured you didn't want someone as old as I am calling you mom and dad. Carol scoffs and says, well, 
That's very considerate of you, Greg. Fucking snarky ass little way yeah, too. Right. Um, Mike says sarcastically, "We'll take a chance on the infirmity of the titles." Greg adds, "Yeah, no big deal. It's cool. Whatevs, Psh, you know." Mike begins to say something, but then stops. He reaches over and pushes Greg's shades off his face so he can see him. Damn right. Mike, <laughs> Mike then leans in and says, Now remember, we are leaving for Mount Claymore this afternoon after school. Carol adds, And we'd love it if you didn't have any other plans and came along. Greg says, Oh, I'll have plans. Guys at school always get something together, something real heavy. I even have this date with this chick. Carol asks, Does this chick have a name? Greg says, I don't remember her name, but we were rapped at school. So Greg did do the rap battle with her then. He did, cool. yeah. I wonder if he won. Mike has a look of shock on his face. Greg looks at his watch and says, like, I got a split, like, uh, later. And he walks out and leaves. Carol says, like, wow. Mike adds, rapped? That's what I said, too. I was like, he rapped? <laughs> Carol says, I wonder if that's against the law, rapping. Dude, which I thought weird. that was kind of funny. Because it's not going to be invented for like another eight years. Sorry. <laughs> that, that was kind of a funny line. <laughs> she should have said something like, well, don't go, you know, doing that in the house. <laughs> I want you making a myth. <laughs> Scene 16. Later at school... Greg is walking around and sees the same mom or girl <laughs> sitting on the bench reading. <laughs> he takes a page out of the last guy's book and walks up behind her and snatches the book from her. But this time, he rips a page out on an accident. <laughs> Greg quickly apologizes and offers his French book. She looks at it and says, but yours is first year like mine is like senior. No, she doesn't really say it like that. But <laughs> Greg looks at each of the books as if he doesn't understand the difference. <laughs> he then says, well, I'll buy you a new one. How much does it cost? She laughs and says, $4, but you don't have to. Greg says, no, I want to, but then realizes he doesn't have $4. She then says, um, question uh, real quick. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> okay. First of all, why would he have to pay for a whole book? Because a page ripped out one. Well, to me, Two, it looks like like half the book ripped out. <laughs> it didn't look like one page. Okay. It looked like a bunch of them. But like, it's a school. Can you just take it back and say, "Hey, this page is this book's fucked up. Just give me another one." And they would just give you another one, right? Not it's not college one. where you have to buy your books. And let's yeah. say that they did have to buy their books. This is a progressive school. Let's say, how does she know how much it cost? And four dollars <laughs> for a textbook. Textbooks are like. Really, like eighty something dollars. Yeah, but or how 19, much was four dollars back then, Tech? Because I know you're anal about that and looked it up. I know I should look it up. No, I'm, I'm teasing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so then the girl just says, "Just give me my book back." Greg apologizes <laughs> again and sits down. She then says, "Can I ask you something?" Greg says, "Sure, anything." She goes on, "Well, you've been knocking yourself out trying to get my attention." Why? Greg awkwardly says, well, uh, I thought I'd ask you on a date. Oh. What's that? Sorry. I said for that whap. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, I thought I'd ask you on a date, maybe a movie over the weekend. Just then the bell rings. She says, oh, well, maybe next year. 
you know, you're really going to be kind of cute, you know, when you grow up. (laughs) Greg just looks at her. She says, see ya, and leaves. Greg sits there and says to himself, when I grow up? Two things. One, she's got a point. You know what I mean? Like, but then again, Georgia Spencer, she dated a freshman. You know, she's because she's awesome. Well, she's but she was like a junior and he was a freshman. Yeah, yeah, but still, she still dated a freshman. But second, Greg didn't even get that she totally just like rejected him harder than he even knows. Because she said next year. Yeah, she ain't gonna be at the school next year. Right. Like that, I mean, he didn't even get it. Like she probably walked away like laughing her ass off that this stupid ass little freshman didn't get the joke. Like, yeah, it's like until what, next year. Why don't year. you try asking me next year? <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, and he's like, okay, I got a date next year with that chick right over there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the senior girl, really? Yeah, because a college chick is going to date a sophomore in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scene seventeen. Later, Greg walks into Peter and Bobby's room and asks if they're ready to go yet. They're still doing some last-minute packing, and Greg offers to help them. But Peter stops him and says, It's alright. We don't want to bother a big shot like you. Greg says that he's only trying to help. Bobby adds, Us little kids can handle it. The boys leave the room and leave Greg all alone to think about what they had just said to him. At least he has his outfit. (laughs) That's true. Maybe he can have special does, Greg like, alone time in, when he's wearing his outfit. I bet you he does. He probably I like. I bet you he does. I would if I had that outfit. Have you seen it? Okay. <laughs> Scene 18. Later, we see Greg in his room talking to his friend Freddie on the phone. He says, hmm. hey, just seeing what you guys got going on for tonight. Hey, yeah, that sounds really heavy. Oh. Hmm. Sure, no, I guess I can see why you, you know, couldn't dig bringing a new guy along. Maybe... Yeah, maybe some other time. Later. He then hangs up. He looks around his room and then walks out. Hmm. Yeah, my note just says, cool, quote-unquote, friends. Hmm. I know. Who are, the, who are these friends? Like, they didn't want to bring a, quote, new guy along. They're not friends, Tech. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a good setup. Well, obviously. <laughs> and like, I like how yeah. those are the only people he knows to call. Oh, okay. What about well, his other buddies? I called my one friend. I guess I'm staying home tonight. You know what I mean? What a well, loser. What kind, of, what kind out? of loser would only hang out with like one or two people? <laughs> oh, wait. Well, his one friend is probably hanging out with all the rest of his friends. No, let's talk about us. <laughs> no, I know. I know. We, I got the joke you said. Yes. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, no, no. I got it, Jimmy. You don't have to talk about that anymore. That's okay. I got it. <laughs> I get it, Jimmy. We were losers. <laughs> You you guys were losers that one. See, I'm so sorry if you hung out with you guys. I wouldn't learn. <laughs> when Greg steps out of his room, he sees the other kids running around getting ready to go. As Marsha and Jan are coming down the stairs, Greg reminds them not to stand up in the canoe. Marsha says, we can manage Greg. And Jan says with a snarky attitude, even if we're not in high school. And they walk off. Oh, shit. Hmm. Scene 20. Dissed by his sister and his girl. Damn. Hell yeah, he is. Well, his sisters are girls, so really he got dissed by two <laughs> girls because they're not related by blood. Scene 20. Continuing in the kitchen, 
Mike is hurrying Alice to get in the car because, you know, Alice is forced to go on the trip, too. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, it makes way more sense to have your maid, you know, that you pay to take care of the house and kids to mm-hmm. go with you on a camping trip rather than stay at home with your 15-year-old son to make sure he's good for the weekend. It makes way more sense to bring her along on a camping trip than to, you know, well, stay at somebody home has to a young somebody boy has company. To- well, somebody has to something. cook and clean and take the trash out of the campsite. And like, as we saw in season one, like, you know, sweep the dirt. <clears throat> yeah. Like literally on dirt in the woods and she's sweeping. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't um, no vacation for you, Alice. What are you doing? What, you think you're going to go fishing with us? <laughs> what, do you have dinner ready first? Like, oh, oh, you haven't started dinner yet, but, but you're going to go fishing. Okay. <laughs> Greg walks in and offers to help carry a box Mike is grabbing and Mike just says no thanks I got it and walks off Carol Mm. enters the kitchen Carol reminds Greg that there is plenty of food and asks if he's sure he doesn't want to go Greg says no I'm sure I've got plans Carol tells him to have a good time and she leaves Greg alone in the kitchen Mm. is this the part where Greg like Shaves and it puts on aftershaves and like slaps his cheeks and he's like, ah! Is that, that part yet? Sorry. I think we missed that part already. Oh, did I? Okay. <clears throat> Scene 21. Outside in the driveway, Carol is coming to get in the loaded car where all the other kids are playing and having a good time. Mike gets out and says that he's going to go back inside to give Greg a couple more dollars for the weekend. Um, no, I, I love it. It's one of those mom things that a mom would do. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, or a dad, I guess. Like, she sees that one of the kids hadn't closed the back door all the way. Doesn't yeah. matter. They're on a sound stage. The car is probably not even going to be really started. But <laughs> right. she still takes a second to open the door and close it all the way. It's such a mom thing to do. I don't know. That, I, that one little detail is like, that impressed me. I don't know why. Because it would have been easy for her to say, oh, fuck it, we're just going to roll down a driveway. But no, she actually took the time to <laughs> right. close it all the way. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Scene... 22. Next, Greg just sits in his room alone and Mike walks in. He tells Greg that he wants to make sure he has enough money for the weekend. I guess he says, Actually, he says weekend. Yeah, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Mike says, you know, with that chick and all. Greg says, oh, that. Yeah, that kind of, uh, that kind of fell through. Mike asks, well, what about the fellas? Greg gets up and walks and sits and says, yeah, they've got other plans, Dad. Mike sits down with them. Greg continues, you know, when I was in junior high, I thought I was a big man on campus. Mike laughs and says, you were, weren't you? You were graduating and you were class president. Greg goes on, now I'm in high school and I'm like a nobody. Like, I'm starting all over again. Mike agrees and says that it'll be like that when he goes off to college too. And again, and again, it's a part of life. Greg goes on, Dad, I know I've been acting like a big shot around the house, but is it all right if I go on the camping trip? Mike gets up and says, fuck no. You made your bed, now fucking sleep in it. No, that's okay. Right. Um, sure it would it's be, on the come floor. on. Greg says that he still has to pack. Mike says, don't even worry about it. Your brothers have already done it for you. Greg says, they have? Mike goes on, well, they were hoping you'd change your mind. We all were, but we thought maybe, 
you were getting a little bit too big too soon. Greg says, I'm not. Just my head. In my pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they both give each other high five. No. Um, Greg walks out and Mike smacks him on the ass. There it is again. I know you yep. saw it and we're like all excited. Like, oh, there it is again. Hell to the end. For those of you who are tracking like Jimmy, how many times one of the kids gets their ass smacked? Usually by Mike, but we did catch a Carol do it once, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, so I thought it was a little bit intrusive for the brothers to, like, pack for him. Like, what if he wasn't going to go? Then, like, some of his <laughs> shit was going to be in the car. And, like, or not what if he like, needed whatever Where the fuck is my butterfly shirt? What? What if he needed the clothes they packed? You know what I mean? Like, That's what I'm saying. Know, like, he's going to be like, or... where the hell are my black shades or my blue bell bottoms with the big flower on it? Like, where's exactly. my flowery shirt? You know? Yeah. Yep, like, oh, we have it here. Like, why the fuck is my clothes with you? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Anyway. Scene 23. Mike is back in his den working. Carol enters wearing the flowiest of nightgowns and asks if he's coming to bed. She says, you know, I think Greg is really glad to be back in his old room again. Mike agrees. Carol asks, whatever you're doing, can't wait until morning? Mike says, well, this is kind of important. Carol asks what it is. Mike continues. Well, this thing with Greg started me thinking about Marsha and Peter and Jan and Bobby and Cindy. Carol doesn't quite make the connection yet. Mike shows her the drawing and says, it's our house with eight bedrooms. They both laugh and hug. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike was working on a drawing all night for a joke. Yes. Kind of, kind of. I well, mean, he might, um, he might be redesigning the attic. Oh, true that, true that. Uh-uh, why you do that? So, yeah. And that's the end of the episode. Yay. Yay. All right. What did you think of the episode? It wasn't too bad. It was pretty good. Um, I did see a, I always relate it to the movies, to the parody movies. And mm-hmm. I could see a, a callback to the, to the movie. Yeah. I, it's been a while for me, so I don't really remember. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's because he does the whole thing where he comes out with the little things on his face. But they make a joke in there. He's like, I'm a man. And then he, his voice cracks when he says man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, right. Cool, cool. Okay. All right, Jimmy. So I have two written reviews to read for you. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? what? Why do you always go to that? Uh-oh. <laughs> because we always We're get like reamed out for not doing this right. <laughs> Well, let's just see. Let's just read. Let me read the first one. Okay. This first one is from somebody named Gordrum. Okay. And uh, the subject line says, needs tightening and only gave us three stars out of five. See? (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. All right. And uh, Gordrum says, Brady Bunch is fun and obviously easy to criticize and mock, but it seems like these guys barely like the show. Also, maybe switch host to someone who reads without the herky-jerky stammering. Uh, I guess I didn't have trouble reading that one, Gordrum, did I? (laughs) Yeah, so apparently um, 
we need to get different people in here who know how to read. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next rate. Well, review. apparently he doesn't, you know, he doesn't listen all the way to the end where we say the disclaimer, but that's okay. Right. It's Maybe okay. we should get a listener that can actually listen. How about that? Damn! To a whole episode. Yeah. Get, get Gordrum Emmy Kate, get him. All right, we're going to stick our fan on you. All right, so this next one is, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Their name is, I don't, you won't believe this, Jimmy, it's Oscar Rudolph. Whoa, Did nice. review. <laughs> the uh, title says, so much fun, five <laughs> stars. So five stars, it says, I'm so glad I found this podcast, enjoying it immensely, exclamation. The best thing is that T and J love the show, but can have fun with it. I especially love their comments about the adult characters. I watched the show as a kid and barely even noticed the adults. Watching again now and listening to the podcast, I see there was a lot going on there. Anyway, I hope they keep going. Lots of good episodes ahead. We haven't gotten to the real heyday of the show yet. That's cool. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see? Started think, off negative, ended on a positive note. That's how you do it, Jimmy. <laughs> I think um, I think what, what we're seeing with the, the listeners is we obviously we're going to have an older demographic listening to this uh, because they watched it originally, and that's understandable, and that comes with the territory. I get it. But mm-hmm. if you are one of the older listeners, um, I think one fundamental thing you have to remember is um, – podcasting is not a radio show um and i know that's that's the way people will describe it they'll say well it's kind of like a radio show but you know on the internet okay podcasts are not that's not a radio show that's not what it is um i mean anybody listening can start their own podcast for free um so it's not like a bunch of you know communication majors with you know producers sitting around in a studio setting with you know researchers that's not what this is this is Tech in his apartment, me in my house, and you know we do this on our own with our own equipment. We have no producers. I'm in the room by myself. Tech in his room, himself. You know, um, so I think if you're an older person and you're part of that older demographic, just try to remember this isn't a radio show. It's not going to sound like a radio show. So the comments about us reading it a certain way, or man, they're not even fans of the show. Like you're, you're, you're. If it was a radio show, you'd be exactly right. But this isn't a radio show. This is a podcast. <laughs> so. Right. We don't have producers. We don't have any, like, we don't even have any sponsors that are backing the show. You know, it's like, it's not like we're getting paid for this. We're not, (laughs) we're not reading a script. You know, we have notes that we produce ourselves of thoughts that we had while we were watching the show. We put the, um, the, you know, Greg said this, you know, Carol said this stuff in so that the listeners can follow along with the episode and understand what's going on. Um, I mean, Mm -hmm. we could have easily said season one or scene one. Man, can you believe what Greg said when he walked in the room? But then you guys won't, wouldn't know what we're talking about. So, <laughs> right. So that's the other thing is don't think of it as a <clears throat> script that we're supposed to read. This isn't a script. This is just our notes. So, yeah. Which really just brings us down to our disclaimer. So we had fun here today. We don't be offended. We're not racist. We're not sexist. We're not anything. It's just good times, and we do love the show. Yes. No matter what Gordrum says. So. Yeah, yeah we don't get paid for this. We volunteer our time to not only put the show together, but do it. Why would we do it if we didn't like the show? That's, you know, 
Right. <laughs> That's like mowing your next door neighbor's lawn for free. Like, why would you do that? It, it's... But what I, one thing I want to also just point out, too, is that we're giving the negative review a lot more attention than we are the positive reviews. That's so true. You're right. You're right. I want to, like, appreciate the positive reviews and please keep them coming in. Well, no, I appreciate the positive five reviews. Stars. I know you do. I know you do. I just, just... I, the people that are giving negative reviews, I don't want them to get the wrong idea because, you know, I've heard, like, a, 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 a podcast that I love is uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Um, yeah. It's a hilarious podcast, and what him and his assistant Sona do together is amazing, and I love it. Um, but even if you listen to the early episodes, he even makes a comment himself, and he's part of the older demographic, and he makes a comment. He goes, well, this is like a radio show. Like, that's all this is, a radio show. No, it's not. It's not a radio show. It's a podcast. It's two totally different things. So, And I know there's people at home listening going, well, it's kind of like a radio show. No, it's not even kind of like a radio show. It's not a radio show. It's a podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Well, anything else? I don't believe so. Oh, wait, they All have right. homework. They do have homework. Have Which, homework. What do you want to sign them today? Um. Well, uh, people may not know that we have a website. We do have a we website. We have a website. Yes, we do. So um, you can, one easy thing to do, like if you're, you know, you know, ladies, if you're sitting down to pee or, or either one of you sitting down to poop, you know, just log on to the website. Check it out. And and that would be a, a very birdie podcast.com. Exactly. And why don't you head on out there and do a rate and review yourself? Give us five stars if you think we're awesome. Uh, if you want to be like G Boy, you can do like that. Like he didn't give us three and then tell us how much we suck. But there you go. And I mean, and, and also to go back to the written review, me and Tack do agree. We do need to read better. <laughs> like, <I'm laughs> if not, they haven't noticed, we did better on this episode. I think and we, we did, actually yeah. tried. And a lot of that we did a in, lot better. In all fairness, it's two things. One is, um, for a long time, me and Tack honestly didn't read the notes before we read them. I'm just going to throw that yeah. out there and be honest because we're one big happy <laughs> family like the Brady Bunch. And I feel like I, I'm comfortable enough with the fans you know, the listeners to, to express that. <laughs> yeah. um, but also um, a lot of it is, is, you know, changes in editing as well. You know, like, yeah, like we tried to do all this in one take to make it easier to put out, but you know, now we kind of take our time and stop for a second. If we don't like the way we read it and reread it again and all that's done in yep. post and you don't even see it. Yeah. So they should definitely hear and notice in our reading ability in this episode. And I hope that so, lets them know also yeah. that we do care about the reviews and we do listen to both the good ones and yeah, the bad ones. Yeah, we do. And that guy, even though he's rude and gave us three stars, whatever, he did have a good point. So, and we took it and we agreed with it. So, And also, you know, if you like this podcast, tell two friends. If you don't like That's it, right. tell two enemies. <laughs> <laughs> or you can always email the show at averybradypodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you think. Give us thoughts, give us some ideas, whatever. Just say hi. Uh, another thing you could do is if you're lonely and you walk in large groups of one, you can join the Facebook group and maybe you'll meet a friend. Um, <laughs> another thing is if, if you know, if there's anybody listening that, I mean, you kind of consider yourself like the shit when it comes to the Brady Bunch, you know, you kind of know your shit or uh, maybe you were their age, Greg's age around that time frame, and you understand the culture of the time and everything. If you want to be on the show, just write to us and, and tell us. You know, we would love to have somebody on the show that that watched it when it came out or that lived through the period that was happening when it came out or 
Uh, even if you're just one of those mega fans that you know every episode and you absolutely love it and blah, 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 like reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be awesome to have you on. Yeah, reach out. Or if you don't want to be on, just you can just send like a little audio clip of saying whatever and we'll throw that on the show yeah. as well. And if we don't watch it on, we'll just act like we didn't get it. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> and the Facebook group is a very Brady Facebook group. And you can also follow us on Facebook, which is a very Brady podcast. Exactly. So, and that's where you get all the updates. <clears throat> so if we were late putting out like this one was two, three weeks late. If you follow us on Facebook on the like page, then you'll we always let you know up to date on what's going on. So exactly. my apologies are right on time. So but cool, the cool. episodes are late. All right. Well, uh, I guess uh, for a very brave podcast, I've been Tack. And I have been Jimmy. And we will see you on another sunshine day. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) That was pretty good. (laughs) All right. See you. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for stopping by and checking out the show. And come on back here for new episodes every Monday. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Also, on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. It helps the show out tremendously. Head on over to AVeryBradyPodcast.com to check out past guests. And maybe you wonder what Jimmy and I look like, but, you know, it's not as good as you think, so don't get too excited. And you can contact us at AVeryBradyPodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email and we'll read it on the show. And also head on over to the merch store at tpublic.com. The link is in the description below. And don't forget to join the Facebook group. It's called A Very Brady Facebook Group. And also there's a like page for the show as well called A Very Brady Podcast. So join in on the fun. Join in on the conversation. Post memes. Do whatever you want. Just don't be a racist dick. And be sure to also check out the Patreon page. If you enjoy the show, give a donation and become a patron. We'd certainly appreciate it. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash a very Brady podcast. Until then, this has been a very Brady podcast and have a sunshine day. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.